Welcome back to the Meaningful Success Podcast. My name is Saya, and this is my dad, Wade. And don't forget the other guest, Emma. Emma is in the studio, quote unquote, with us today. She is, she was whining at the door, did not want to be alone in the living room. So she's in here. Nibbling on her little pig toy. Nibbling on her pig toy that we, uh, that Audrey and I got her for her, uh, her one year anniversary of being with us. She seems to be happy, but if you hear dog noises, that's what that's about. So how was your week today? How was your week today? <laughs> how was your week this week? Today has felt like a week. <laughs> Yeah, it really has. Uh, you know, we're we're prepping to move. I mentioned last uh, episode that we had found an apartment at this moment, like 50 something days away from when we actually move. And so we've started doing things like trying to shed some of the excess, you know, sell stuff on like Facebook Marketplace and things like that. I intended to do more work today after we record this, but I'm, well, I'm so tired. So we'll see what happens. But what about you? How's your day? It's been fine. It's been uh, one of those days where you um, move from meeting to meeting. But uh, other than that, it's it's been good. Sometimes it's one of those times that you you look at things and you say, I'm in a meeting to learn what I need to do. But <laughs> then you go to the next meeting where you find another thing to do and you got to add to your to-do list, but you don't get anything done. So Yeah. Well, what was your win this week with your success journey? Well, I, I don't mean to be monotonous, but when you have a focus point, that's sometimes where you have to focus. And, and I would say that right now for us, we have a key priority of getting our outline for the revised book that we talked about. Um, ah, you done. thief. I was going to have that be my weekly win too. That's okay. It can be both of our weekly wins. Well, it kind of is because yeah, we're working, on, we're it working together. on it together. Yeah. So that is our weekly win. And I, and I will say that also some of the other things that I might have done, we didn't do because as you, as you mentioned, there there's some logistics that family chores and things like that that are this weekend took the precedence. So Yeah. I would say we're really close to being done because a lot of the stuff that's left is sort of wrap up, wrap up and sort of straightforward, summarize this, you know, have an anecdote here, that kind of stuff. So True. it should be maybe like an hour or two at most to finish all that. And then we'll be to the draft stage. On to the drafting. Yep. So yeah, those are our wins. So I wanted to kind of continue our ongoing series on light the creative process kind of well it's because it applies beyond just the creative process um something came up that i've been thinking a lot about the last few days i guess so i mentioned recently that i've started a second writing group right and one of the things that i have had to do in that group is watch this series of videos and they're pretty short but they're basically on various you know writing related topics obviously and last week i talked about one of those videos i talked about how it was you know the whole idea of changing your thought changing the initial thought that you have the initial response and we talked about catching those thoughts and and because the thoughts lead to the emotions and the emotions lead to the actions and and the actions lead to a result which makes you think another thing and so a couple videos after that one there was another one that really impacted me it's talking about writer's block but i think it applies beyond purely creative things to just our lives in general i feel like it's a place that we are right now with some dream parrot stuff getting the meaningful success book is definitely very high priority 
But doing other things beyond that, like we've kind of hit this little bit of a, I don't know, a freeze, yeah, a slowdown. I had never heard this talked about before. So writer's block, everybody kind of anecdotally knows what it means, but just to kind of break it down a little bit, writer's block is the idea of, you know what you want to do, you know how to do it, you have everything you need to do it, like you're sitting in front of the computer, on the word processor, fingers on the keyboard, and you just can't. For whatever reason, you cannot force your brain to make it happen, right? Mm. So this is like a common problem. Right. What I had never heard is that actually writer's block and that sort of mental state where you can't make progress on anything, it's actually a form of your brain being in survival mode. Interesting. So it's like saying, stop already. Literally, what's happening is it's your primal brain, which has three priorities. Stop feeling pain, increase comfort, and reduce the amount of work that I'm doing. Hmm. Those, those are the priorities of your primal survival brain. And when your brain is in that state, it literally shuts down and like, deep powers or whatever your prefrontal cortex not like obviously completely or whatever you're still right you're still a, have a personality but like <laughs> it makes it far more difficult for you to access the part of your brain that is creative like on a mm -hmm. literal physical biological level it does that interesting the solution being if that is where you are then you make a stupidly small commitment to something, and when I say stupidly small, like I am going to every single day write for five minutes. A goal so small that it's like you 100% know, there's no doubt, you can absolutely do that. Okay. You can absolutely spare, you know, five minutes in your day to focus on, on a task. Yes. Oh, Emma has, <laughs> this just in, since Emma's in the studio today. Uh, Emma has uh, officially broken the unbreakable toy that we got her at Target for her <laughs> for her, uh, her birthday. Uh, well, it did just, take a few days. It, it took a it took I don't know like almost two weeks. It was it did pretty well, but now there's just hunks of stuffing everywhere. She's just ripping out of this stuffed pig, but she's happy. That's what matters. So she had a goal. She had a goal and she met it. <laughs> yeah. So. I have now tried this okay. a few times. Um, so so do, when you say that, let me make sure I'm understanding. Yeah. So you set a ridiculously small goal that you know that you can achieve, and then once you hit it, you stop for the day? It is a minimum. Ah. It is a goal in that if I have done five minutes today of whatever that task is, then that is all I have committed to, and that's all I have to do. So the pressure's off. The pressure's off. If I've done that, I've met my commitment. And so there's no like pushing yourself beyond that unless you just want to. And what I am finding is, are you familiar with like Pomodoro? Oh timer? yeah, the, those, uh, those studies where you have a set period of time where you're concentrated work and then a break. And, but it's a defined time frame. Is that what you're referring to? Yes, exactly. So it's, for example, like a really common Pomodoro work model. It's like a period of like an hour of time that you set aside for a specific task for productivity. A lot of people use it for stuff like studying. Yes. And so literally it's a timer. There's all sorts of different ways you can do it, but there will be a timer for like, you know, 15 minutes and then the timer goes off and then you have like a five minute break and then another 15 minutes and then another five minute break and so on and so forth. So I have 
a Pomodoro app on my computer that I used to use a lot. I haven't used it in a long time. But for example, yesterday, I was really struggling with that kind of writer's block feeling and it's fatigue and it's exhaustion and it's all sorts of reasons why. Mm -hmm. But I was at the tail end of the day and I hadn't done the writing related stuff I wanted to do. And I just sat in front of the computer and I just couldn't do it. I Mm. couldn't. And so I remembered that. I remembered that challenge of like, okay, you just commit to something really, really tiny. And so I thought about it. I was like, all right, I can commit to working on stuff for like 15 minutes. I can do that. And if I get to 15 minutes and it's still nothing's happening, whatever. So I started my Pomodoro timer. And by the time the end of the 15 minutes is going, I'm like in the middle of doing research for my book in this like book from the sixth century. And like, (laughs) which is, which I didn't realize that's what it was at first. It was written. Sixth century. It was written by this. uh, Anyway. Very long story short, it was written by this like monk or something in the sixth century. He's like known as like the last of the ancient scholars or whatever. And I wow. found it by clicking a reference link in Wikipedia. And then I found like a PDF of it. And I'm like, oh, when was this written? Oh, in like, you know, 630 AD or something. So do you think the copyright still applies? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, if Disney has their way. Um, and so I, so I get to the end of the 15 minutes and that's what I'm doing. And I'm into it now. Ah. And I'm I'm in the flow now a little bit. And so I, I just skip the break and I just continue the next 15 minutes. And when that timer goes off, I do it again. So instead of doing like, you know, 15 minutes, I ended up doing like close to an hour of writing stuff yesterday. But it all started because I just resolved to accomplish this very small goal. And if I hadn't continued after that 15 minutes, that, that would have been, been fine it. Too. It's interesting. You know, I work in an industry. There's a lot of seasons where there are very, very heavy, busy seasons and that kind of thing. And, yeah. and yet there's certain responsibilities we have no matter what season it may be in. I was working with a, an individual a few years back. They have a really demanding time during that that time period. And yet there were some specific goals that I was working with him on. Before we got into that, we said, look, let's just let's just decide upon one thing that you can accomplish very simply, very quickly, like within 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Pick three of those for a week and just commit that all I'm going to do this week, I'm going to make sure I get those three things done then afterwards you can forget about it. I said, and I don't care if you do all three things on Monday and then forget about it for the rest of the week, or if you wait until Friday and do them all Friday afternoon, or if you kind of spatter it throughout the week, just just try to make sure you get these three things done. Yeah, That actually worked very well for him, but it sounds very similar to this concept. The core of it, and you, you know, besides the more biological tricking your brain side of things, is just the concept that something is better than nothing. Hmm. A little progress, even if it's, you know, insignificant in the scheme of things, even if it's a a single grain of sand to the beach. Right. You still have more sand there than you did before. True. It's still progress. And I think that we tend to devalue the tiny bits of progress because for a lot of reasons – because you look at a beach and you're like, well, what good does one grain of sand do? What's the point? What's the point in what's <laughs> the point in doing this if I've got to move a beach, you know, from A to B and right. just doing it one grain of sand at a time, you know, that's going to take a million years. Like mm. but the reality is you start with that one grain of sand, but that's not necessarily where you'll stop, but it's it's tying in again to what we've talked about for the last couple of weeks, the idea of working with your humanity. 
Yes. Instead of demanding something inhumane of yourself. Well, you mentioned before, you know, we're not machines. Right. Sometimes we kind of expect ourselves to run like machines from that perspective. But even machines need maintenance. Yeah. You know, and do we actually give ourselves that time? I mean, you took your day off that extended weekend the other day, and that made a big difference. Yeah. So I guess, you know, turning this toward you, like, Uh when you think about we're going to have a dream parrot, brief dream parrot meeting after this, right? Correct. And we're going to identify here's where we're at. Here's stuff we need to get done, blah, blah, blah. Looking at those things can feel overwhelming and like, I'm so far behind and what am I going to do? But do you feel like that's something you could apply yourself where it's like, I'll, you know, i Five minutes every day, no matter what, is dream parrot stuff. And if it goes beyond that, great. If it doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, it just feels very accessible. Well, it is. And I think the other piece of that is during that, you know, whatever, 15 minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. And everybody, I'm sure everybody works differently. But like, for example, Saya and I have this kind of master work chart that lists all these various types of things that we need to do with respect to the business, with respect to the products, with respect to, I mean, it's all over the board and it's a big sheet and you come up and you open that spreadsheet up and sometimes say, Oh sheet. (laughs) Sometimes that 15 minutes could be best served looking at that and saying, can anything be taken off this? Because I mean, that's the accumulation of, Sometimes we, we allow things to build up. You talked about that grain of sand. Well, that, that grain of sand can work favorably in that you're moving it into the intended place, but it can also work to your detriment if you are constantly kind of brainstorming, oh, yeah, and then I need to do this. Oh, and I need to do this. And you start accumulating these all these expectations on yourself and the weight gets very, very, very heavy. And if I was to go back to our spreadsheet that we've been working on, some of those things have been on there for over a year just because we know it's something that we may need to do in the future. Other things are more imperative or, or things that we've done or, or some things were, were assumptions of things that, that we need to test. So sometimes I think maybe even taking time to stop and saying, are all the expectations that I've placed on my plate, are those actually even valid anymore? Do I need to retest it? And sometimes taking things off your list is as important as scratching things off your list have being done. Yeah. So, Sai, if you think about that as as we're talking about this, if you were to give maybe a tip to those who are listening about how they may apply this concept to what they're dealing with right now, what might you say? This is something I'm actually thinking about trying myself is on the fitness side. This is also about momentum, right? It's also the concept of an object in motion stays in motion. An object at rest stays at rest. Right. And I was just thinking, I just thought as we were talking in earlier in this episode about the gym, like, what if instead of making a goal of, oh, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow, I'm going to go work out tomorrow, and thinking of it like that, thinking of it like this big commitment, what if instead the commitment I made was, all right, I'm committing to drive to the gym, <laughs> right? Which actually, appropriately, is a five-minute drive from where we live right now. Yeah. I could drive to the gym and once I'm there, well, I might as well get out and go work out, right? Because I'm there. But I could theoretically just turn around and go home again, right? True. And I think maybe I, I, that's something I might try for myself and see if that <laughs> see if that helps me. Just instead of instead of looking at the whole big task, 
look at how do I set myself up to make the right choice or to do the right thing. It's the same thing as if you're, you know, and we talk a lot about like weight loss and fitness and stuff like that. Cause it's, you know, for me, it's present on my mind. And so it comes up on the show a lot. But as an example, if, if I'm going grocery shopping and I buy like a whole bunch of junk food, yeah, then it makes it way harder when I'm at home not to eat it. Right. To make good decisions. Like if you can make a good decision once. It impacts multiple. Making the decision to put on my gym clothes and leave the house, that by itself is a decision that sets me up and makes me way more likely to follow through and actually go to the gym rather than putting off and putting off and putting off and not actually taking those steps. And then by the time I'm like five minutes until class starts and I'm like, well, I've already missed it. What's the point, right? Quite frankly, even just saying I'm committed to 10 minutes towards exercise. Now you may apply that to walking to the car, driving to the gym, turning around and driving back. Yeah, that's that's my 10 minutes dedicated towards fitness. (laughs) Or you may say, I don't feel like going to the gym and you do some push-ups and some sit-ups and, and, you know, knee bends or something like that. And it's still that something, something is better than nothing. And yes, like you mentioned this, I, I can't, I think it was last episode. Yeah. You mentioned like the Mr. Bean example of, (laughs) you know, he just sort of leans around for a second and counts that. If you're going to be successful, there's going to be sacrifices. There's going to be commitments. There's going to be time allocated. Yeah. What we're addressing right now is that creative block, that writer's block, that time when you kind of are blanking and you just feel like you can't make progress mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever, you just cannot engage. That's what we're addressing. And so that's where these small commitments that you're talking about fit in. Your plan to be a writer and your success is not built on, I'm going to spend five minutes or 15 minutes. Yeah. This is that writer's block issue. This is, yeah, exactly. This is, here is a way to get rid of shame and guilt and be productive and do something, take action, be active toward your goal, but in a way that does not conflict as much with your survival brain. Correct. Let's be frank. If, you, if you're if you in that mode, there's probably a reason. I have a tendency to kind of go and go and go and go and go and go until I get just burned out or exhausted. And, you know, sometimes I'll be sitting there and, you know, I'm trying to watch TV. It's time. I can finally rest now. I'm going to watch TV or watch something and I'm falling asleep because I just kind of, you know, going, 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 going. And so don't ignore those signs that you need to rest, you need to stop, you need to take a break. I mean, yeah. sometimes that's that's there's a reason why. And these goals, these like five minute things, they conflict very little with that need for rest. True. You know? True. Spend five minutes in an entire day, even if you're taking the entire day off otherwise. Yeah. Having that minimum commitment in whatever that area is. And don't do this in every area of your life at the same time, please. <laughs> <laughs> choose choose one thing. Choose one area yes. at a time that you're that you're working on that you want to make progress and you want to improve. And the momentum echoes through your whole life. When you get one area closer yeah. to how you want it, you'll be more likely to get the others. That's true. So that's true. So, uh, Father, yes, Saya. Favorite weekly your is what? Oh, it's the weekly favorite. It's kind of funny you said that. 
um, because I'm going to make a guess here that it has something to do with the Clone Wars. Yes. How'd you know? Yes. Star Wars Clone Wars is getting good. I mean, the fifth middle of the fifth season, there's like seven seasons, I think. Yeah. And it's getting, it's, it's getting good. What's I'm getting intrigued with is the storylines about the clones themselves or about some of these side characters more than actually even the main characters that you think. So it's, but it's getting good. Good. It's getting as Yoda might say, <laughs> around the survivors, a perimeter create. What about you? Uh, my my weekly favorite is I have recently started getting into uh, wrestling, like WWE, and this happened. Like I've consumed a little bit of this in the past here and there. Okay, but my some of my some of my good friends are really into it, and they have been like their whole lives. When we were going apartment hunting. Okay. We, we stayed at, at a friend's house and it just so happened that the day we were staying at our friend's house to go apartment hunting uh, was the day of WrestleMania, which is an annual, the biggest annual wrestling event of the year. And okay. wrestling is very different from sports. There's something about the goofy ridiculousness of wrestling. Intentionally sensationalistic. It was just very fun and goofy and very my sense of humor. Oh. <laughs> like there's a, there was a, there was this one match during WrestleMania where it's a father versus his son. The literal real father and son are both wrestlers and against each other, against each other. And there's been like a, a year long storyline across all the matches that they've been doing where the son is like rejected his dad and like go, he's like part of this cult or something. I don't even know. And he went to prison and he, and he, and he's just, he comes in with a fake teardrop tattoo to fight his dad. Seduced by the dark side of the force. It just, just, it's absolutely stupid and delightful. And it's very <laughs> much my sense of humor. And um, anyway, so now I've like, I already had like an inkling that I would like it because based on what I had seen over the years, yeah. I just had never jumped. And so, uh, but recently a friend of, I, of mine and I, he's a friend of mine that is like my tour guide in various things. And I really enjoy like hanging out with him and he like will give me the tour of whatever it is that, that we're, you know, Exploring. watching. Yeah. And, and so he he's doing that with wrestling with me now. And so like we were watching like various matches from like 2009 and 2010 and stuff in this one particular storyline. And anyway, it's very fun. Oh, that's cool. Um, and just, yeah, completely. I really love it. But I'm also someone that like my sense of humor was very formed by like movies like Kung Pao. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that <laughs> the little baby and scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. That movie. I oh, watched gosh. it. I watched it with Audrey. She had never seen it. I watched it with Audrey, uh, and it was one of those things where it's like you watch it, and and she understood me a little better after well, having watched it. Was like what was it, the other one? Was it Drunken Master or something like that? Some of those old. That was a Jackie Chan one, I think, or yeah. something. Okay. Well, um, I hope that some of the things that we've talked about that are helpful for you. If you are dealing with, you know, some of that Rogers block, give yourself permission to make a simple, small, ridiculously small goal for that day. Good stuff. It was. This was a good episode. I would give it a five out of five on Apple Podcasts, and you should too. You should leave uh, good ratings for us uh, across all the platforms, and please share our show. You you can probably hear Emma, she has now demolished about half of the pig, uh, and it doesn't look like a pig anymore. 
It just looks like a pile of stuffing. Well, everybody have a great week. Um, thanks again, and we will see you next week. The Meaningful Success Podcast is a good show that you should rate five stars on Apple Podcasts and other platforms, as I just said. Um, I'm, I love you. Bye. Love you, sir. I love you, Danny. <laughs> Do the right.